Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And today we're talking about Social Security Breaking Point. There's an article in Barron's last week entitled The Social Security Breaking Point, and it really jumped out at me because I feel like so many people are uneducated or misguided with the Social Security situation. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a survey done, and it said, do you agree or disagree with this? with the statement, I will not get a dime of Social Security. Mm -hmm. Right, so do you think that you'll get a dime? I do think I'll get a dime. Okay. Yeah. I think I'll get a dime. Preston? Yeah, Okay. probably gonna get a Preston's like 18, at, at so. Least a dime. <laughs> but okay, so here's the deal. The, the uh, Gen, say, Gen Z, right? Like the 26 year olds, mm -hmm. half of them agree with the statement, I'm not gonna get anything. Hmm. All right, I'm Gen X. I'm like right on the edge. Okay. Gen X, 30% said I'm not gonna get a dime. You're Gen X. Okay. Right? Uh, it sounds about right, yeah. Are you a boomer? <laughs> I don't think I'm a boomer. 15% of boomers, <laughs> this is what's crazy, 15% of boomers huh. say I will not get a dime. I mean like, Half the boomers are already. Yeah, I was gonna say it. they're like almost collecting. What what age do they boomers start in? It's gotta be in the fifties. Like nineteen fifty through nineteen sixty five or something. Yeah, that is remarkable because most of them are either a lot of them are either collecting or collecting. There's the people that are born in sixty five that are like I'm not a boomer. Yeah, right. maybe that's <laughs> it, yeah. I love boomers. I don't know why these you know these high school kids make fun of boomers. Yeah, there's no reason. To I love boomers. So, so 15% of boomers, which is strange because a lot of them are already catching checks. So I feel like there's this massive gap in reality mm -hmm. and expectations. Yeah. So we're here to clarify, right? So when I first started learning about social security and the, the breakdowns, right? Mm -hmm. I was in my econ, you know, probably econ, I'm guessing like econ 401, okay? Mm -hmm. That's the high level one, okay? <laughs> With calculus. Yeah. <clears throat> so my professor said, there is no trust fund. Because that's what this whole article is about. And we're going to explain the Social Security Trust Fund. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, there is no trust fund. Yeah. All right. It doesn't exist. Right. Okay. The article even goes so far as to say there's two trust funds, which I was like, wait a second. One for the retirement benefits and one for the disability benefits. Okay. So when they say trust fund, let me walk you through it. This is a pay-as-you-go system. Mm -hmm. So Jim, when you pay your social security taxes through payroll, that money goes directly to your mom. Right. Okay. My withholding goes directly to my mom. And Preston's withholding goes directly to my mom as well. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if your mom's retired or not. So, so yeah. It's pay as you go, okay? Mm -hmm. So they take the money from me and they give it to the retiree, right? It's just like this, and that's all there is to it. Now, in the past, there's been more than three workers. So 
Nick, Jim, Preston, right? All of us paying our social security tax going to one beneficiary, mm -hmm. three to one, okay? So that's a good ratio. Yeah. It actually is a surplus. Mm -hmm. Hence the term I'm trust sure, fund. I'm sure the government just saved the surplus, right? <laughs> Into the trust. <laughs> Into this trust fund, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fort Knox, right? So when you have a three to one ratio, there's a surplus, okay? Mm -hmm. So the government actually uses this extra money to fund their operations. Yeah. Now we have a $31 trillion deficit. Mm -hmm. By the way, we spent about $10 trillion in the last two years uh, to increase the, the, yeah. the debt. Okay. But anyway, um, the ratio is going down now mm -hmm. because of the demographics. So there's less workers paying the retirees. So mm -hmm. now it's like 2.8 and it's going to be as low as 2.3. Okay. So this is the problem, the demographics, right? Mm -hmm. So as the revenue collected is less than the beneficiaries are paid out, mm -hmm. okay? What happens is the society thinks, oh, we're just gonna spend down the trust fund, mm -hmm. all right? But we already talked about this. The trust fund, the government is just, uh, you know, borrowing from itself, right? Right. That's, that's what's happening, okay? So what's really going to happen in, in 12 years, in 2034, the trust fund will be depleted, mm -hmm. which it already is depleted, <laughs> okay? But uh, because it'll be depleted, that means that 77% of your promised benefit would be able to be continued in the pay-as-you-go system. Right. Okay. So if nothing changes, that means that the government will go into more debt to pay out the promised benefits. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, you know, yeah, or worst case scenario, you receive 77% of what you thought. Yeah, and I don't think there's any political will today yeah. to address the problem. Right. Okay. So we're in 22, 2022, and Bush Jr. in 2005, after re-election, went on a campaign, not, not a you know, election campaign, but a kind of like a campaign to try and make and make some adjustments. Mm -hmm. And I remember vividly because I was like, yeah, we need to make changes. This is a real problem. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you know, what, 26 at the time thinking we need this. Mm -hmm. Well, the Bush proposal was all about having private, private accounts and stuff. The idea would be that you could actually make a rate of return on your social security. And if you weren't interested, as long as you were age 50, you know, you didn't have to participate in the new plan and your promised benefits would be as is, mm -hmm. okay? My professor in econ also said, what's the real return on your social security benefit? And he did mm -hmm. some calculations and I don't, I don't know how he did it, but he, you know, it's basically like 1%, right? Mm -hmm. So if we invested the money, it would be a better return, I think. Yeah. But that's, you know, there's no political will to get that done. Mm -hmm. So probably what will happen is they'll have to raise taxes Mm -hmm. Okay, or raise the retirement age, or cut benefits. Right, combination of these things. Right, raise or raise the limit. Right, that you pay yeah. some security tax on the raise yeah. that income amount. Right. There's a lot of the takeaway. Right, there's a lot of fixes, and eventually yeah. they'll they'll have to do something. They will. So, what what do we do with our social security projections when we're doing our when we're trusting our plan? Yeah, I mean, again, you know, with our, you know, our thinking about planning and, and, and 
wanting to be conservative with those assumptions and making sure they're realistic. You know, if you're if you are young and you would be eligible for Social Security after that 2034 date, uh, we will reduce that benefit amount by 75% or uh, to 75%, but just to make sure that we're we're making it realistic and we're not. Uh, um, you know, assuming that more is going to be there than actually will be there at this point. Yeah, totally agree. I think that's a reasonable way to look at it. And if if the projections hold as is, then that's great, mm -hmm. right? But I think if you're, you know, in your if you're uh, in your forties right now, it's a prudent thing to do is to assume that you'll have a cut. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a prudent thing to assume that it will be there, but it's also a prudent thing to maybe save like it won't be, right? Yes. And then you know that you'll... Yeah. you'll if, look, if your plan works without a Social Security benefit, yeah. you can trust that plan. Yeah, it's right? definitely one you can trust. That's right. <laughs> People are like, these guys. <laughs> okay, so one other thing that was in the article was that, and this is pure speculation, right? They said, if something were to be changed, probably someone who's age 45 is, is okay. Like they'd be grandfathered. Mm -hmm. And I got really excited for a second because remember in 2005, Bush said, if you're over 50, you're cool, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I only have two more years, right? <laughs> reach 45. Yeah, yeah, but once I get to 45, Right, and I don't see anything happening in the next two years. Yeah. So then I can whatever happens, I'll be grandfathered. You're golden. Yeah. yeah, and then I'll be <laughs> able to go back to a hundred percent social security probability assumption. Yeah, there you right? go. Right. What a day that'll be. I know. <laughs> Preston's in big trouble though. <laughs> he did think that he's gonna get a dime, but he didn't say how many dimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One more. One last thing in closing. Uh, there is a, a quote. I I don't have the. Uh, attribution for the quote, but the guy said, think of Social Security as a house that was built in 1935, mm -hmm. right, which is kind of when Social Security came out. Okay. You know, it's structurally sound. It's not going to fall down, mm -hmm. but the plumbing's a mess, mm -hmm. right? I mean, the electrical, the plumbing, yeah. we need a lot of remodeling. It to be updated a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and that's not, that's not cheap. No. Especially with this inflation. Yeah, for sure and trying to find the workers that don't want to work, you know? Yeah. Right. A, lot of, a lot of challenges, but, yeah, you know, to your point, uh, you know, educating people into, away from the fear that nothing, that they're, they're going to be left high and dry. Yeah, main takeaway, I would say two things. There's no trust fund, like, forget about that. Please stop writing articles about it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Seriously. And then secondly, uh, you know, don't assume that it won't be there. Understand that it will be there, they just, Perhaps for the younger folks won't be quite as much as what mm -hmm. is on your, uh, you know, your SSA.gov right. um, printout. So that's it. So, um, hey, if you are working with an advisor and you're losing confidence with their lack of planning mm -hmm. or what have you, we'd happy we'd be happy to provide a second opinion. You can book online at PeakWM. Until next time, hit the smash button, like, subscribe. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.